It's insane. Wait, wait, wait a second. I tell you about this thing. It's fucking crazy. Alrighty. I can't believe it's the sixth. Hi there. Happy Sunday. It is October the 6th, 2019, and I'm Eric. Talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where Wilco's new album dropped the same day as the Joker movie. So if you've been wondering where your middle-aged, sensitive, but kind of douchey white friends have been, they're probably all recovering from dehydration from multiple unplanned spontaneous orgasms. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Where's all the middle-aged white guys? Oh, Joker movie and Wilco. Um, gotcha. Yeah, that would do it. That would be it. Thank God I wasn't around for that. How's it going, Gordon? Uh, it's going all right. Uh, good, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's as far as I can say. Sales are shitty for me, but um, that's good. Sales good are right. shitty for me too. Yes. At least Never your customers don't use PayPal. Yes, that is very, <laughs> very true. Uh, so, I don't know if you got my the photo I sent you, the last photo I'll probably ever send from that phone, but we were at 69.69 on Anchor this morning. I thought you'd like I that. I saw that. That is fucking fantastically funny. <laughs> so that puts us over, over 10,000 when you add up everything else. Very, very cool. Um, I think that 69.69 is already rolled over, but I thought you'd like that. Um, yeah, that's perfect. Thank you, everybody, for that. That is very, very cool. Um, it, it just keeps going up and up. And uh, Facebook engagement's been great. Um, EricandGord.com, even though it's a piece of crap, it's doing fantastic. We're just not pulling the trigger on those emails. So that's the uh, next thing we got to make happen is some uh, some fan emails. They have to happen. At least one. Or I'll, I swear to God, I'll stop this goddamn show. <laughs> I won't do another episode till I get an email, goddammit. I will. I absolutely will. But um, that's very cool. It's just sending you emails, and that's awesome. Um, what else did I have to say? We have no contest coming up. We have a bunch of advertising space we're trying to give away. You guys already know that if you listen. And um, oh, what else did I have to babble about? Huge issues with Eric and uh, with the fuckericandgord.com. I'm having a bit of administrative problems with that so uh by tomorrow night fuck eric and gord dot site should be up and running um midday tomorrow possibly and then uh, i'll get that all sorted out but we will have a nice shiny new website up by midday tomorrow Woo! yeah it's gonna be kind of exciting um other than that i don't have much else to tell you guys keep listening to podcasts and my american friends who know about Canadian politics, um, write in, get in touch with us, DM on Facebook or whatever you'd like to do, and uh, get on the show. Talk about how you guys feel about our election, because it's a huge one for you, too. Um, you know, four years of Trump sheer could be absolutely frightening for all of us. Uh, Ain't that the fucking truth. Although I, I'm not really digging a Biden-Trudeau love fest for the next four years, either. That would be worse than Trudeau-Obama, <laughs> which was just 
four years of nothing. They posed together and they looked real good. That's it. <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. That's, nothing else. That's all that happened. Oh my god. Um, so, you, how do you want to do this tonight? Go ahead. I'm not going to bitch about too much, and I don't think I have other podcasts to plug. Oh yeah, I do. I have them right here with me. So uh, we'll do one of those real quick. Uh, Dan Gaskell, the American Patriot, uh, stories that made the heroes out of uh, the Confederacy and stuff like that. I think it's all war stories. It's under ten minutes though, so it's awesome. It's called the American Patriot. Little little ten minute podcast for you guys to listen to uh, anywhere you listen. EricGordon.com. And it's all about uh, American patriots, which uh, in, in 10 minutes, I don't know how much you can get off, but I kind of actually want to hear that now. All right. What did you want to uh, talk about summer? You want me to babble on about boring shit for a little while or what? what, what uh, well, let's talk. Let's we'll start with this thing. We'll talk about what I, what I got here and we'll uh, we'll see where it takes us from there. Oh, and I have a fun game I want to that I, I didn't invent, but I like it. So we'll do your okay. thing first. I like games. Cool. Um, okay, so I was listening to my favorite little uh, CBC radio there, and uh, they were doing a little, it's a, like basically like an expose, if you will, in um, in Sweden. Um, there's been talk for years, and I mean years and years and years, about uh, shit going on in the fire departments of how the actual fire departments are being run in the firehouses. Um, right. Yeah. There's been complaints about uh, like, uh, racism, sexism, um, shit like this, and uh, basically it was just a straight up boys' club, and uh, the lack of things getting done. So after basically nothing being done about any of this, they uh, they ended up uh, the uh, the board that runs of the government, the local government, ended up um, hiring a guy uh, to well fix it. Um, now this guy is not a firefighter, has zero firefighter experience, but he did run the, um, SWATs, the SWAT team squad, uh, for the, for the police department. So known in the, this guy is very well known as being a complete and total hard ass. Um, but he's gets in there and he gets, uh, results. Uh, one of the things that he started doing with the SWAT thing was that, um, when he was first given the job to change how the police forces were being run, um, what he discovered was that cops were stealing. Uh, they're basically breaking every law that they're charging other people for. Right. Uh, so he got in there and he basically just leveled the fucking playing field and fired a whole lot of people, brought up a slew of fucking cops on charges and got a lot of people thrown in fucking jail for it and changed how policing was done. So well, they figured, right. let's bring him in and see what he can do, do for exactly. the change. That, um, so that's what they did. Now listen to this shit. This is fucked. So his first day on the job, first day he gets greeted um, with um, uh, nobody in the firehouse. Nobody showed up in protest of this guy coming in. Wow, that actually happened somewhere I worked one time. It was actually to protest someone being fired. Interesting you brought that one up. So we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, so that was one of the first things. So that was like the first, like, you know, first few days. And then, uh, so then as at the end of the fucking, so then he shows up the next day and, or sorry, but also when he showed up, the other problem was, is he had nowhere to park his car. 
because the entire parking lot was filled with not only the guys' cars, but with like boats and RVs and things like this. The guys were using it as their own personal parking spaces. True. And their justification reason for this was, well, they work 24-hour shifts. So they're on for 24 hours, and they said, well, fuck you. We basically live here. This is our place. So they treated I, it as such. So, I kind of got aside with them on that. To an extent, absolutely. Now, one of the things that, the, that they're looking to change about this was they were going to take them off of 12-hour shifts and just put them on straight-up 8-hour shifts. That's right. one of the ways to combat that. Okay, you think you guys fucking live here? Fuck you. All right, we're going to cut these things down. You're not on 24-hour shifts. You're going to do eight-hour shifts. Go fuck yourself. Uh, so they started doing that, and they started doing, like, little changes here and there. Now, when this guy shows up and he tells everybody, he goes, okay, uh, move the fucking, uh, get your shit out of the parking lots. It's not your fucking spot. This is not, you're not allowed to park your stuff here. Get the fucking stuff out of here. Uh, they all said, no, not moving it. He goes, okay, well, if you don't move it, then I'm going to fucking bring somebody in here to remove it all. And they're like, fuck you, go ahead. Because they're just basically just calling his bluff. So he's like, okay. So he literally called his former police force and he hired a police crane. A full-on crane to lift the fucking things off, take them off the property and drop them off the property line. That's awesome. So the crane shows up and the guy's like, holy fuck, this guy's serious. So they all moved their stuff except for one guy one guy's like go fuck yourself i'm not moving my stuff so he moved it for him sure put the boat on its roof i love it upside down and set it on the fucking side go there's your fucking boat you dick fuck you i told you to told you to move it then he that same guy then he um he transferred him out of that he put him on probation and then fucking sent him over to a different fucking fire hall so you're not fucking working here anymore fuck you you're out Sure. That's always a good way to do it. Which is a night, you know, deal with the fucking problem. Yeah. So the guy turns around and sues him in court and says, you can't fucking do this to me. I'm a fucking firefighter. Um, And of course, the best thing is is when they get into court, this guy pleads his case about saying how this guy's abusing his power. And he turns to to, to the judge is like, okay, um, do you want to explain Every, all these accusations against you? He goes, yeah. He goes, I'm in charge of the firehouse. I told him to move his boat. He refused. So I moved it for him. The judge turns and looks back at the guy and goes, is that what happened? The guy's like, well, yeah. He goes, case dismissed. Yeah. And that's just it. Boom. Fucking case was dropped. I was like, oh. So now everybody's like, hey, holy fuck. This dude's pretty serious. Sure. So now they're getting in there. Now he starts finding out that he finds out that there's one. They have a group in there, and they'll now out of the city. There's 550 firefighters. Okay. okay. He is in charge of 250 of them. Oh wow! Out of so... 550 firefighters. There's five women, five female firefighters. Sure. And out of that 550, there was only oh, what was it? Less than 10% people of anything that's not white. Sure. Now, before we go too far down that road, what, yeah. I, don't, I don't know that Sweden is a particularly multicultural country to begin with. Are Over they? one-third of the population is non-white. Okay. So, so what, the numbers do not reflect. I gotcha. That's, that was where I was going. Right. And on top of that one, they have hired other females and other people of other races. True. But... The way they're treated, like one particular female staff 
Um, she was in the middle of taking a shower, and the guys went in and kicked in her shower door while she was showering. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, black guys were having nooses placed on their beds. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, Muslim guys were having crosses placed on their fucking uh, lockers. Right. Things like that. So just some really sort of pretty fucked up shit. Um, For years, people have complained, lodged formal complaints, and they were always told, it's just a hazing, get over it. Yeah, which is just blown off. I'm all I'm all for hazing people. Like I'm all for like, you know, you start a guy off, you fuck with him. When I worked for this one company, uh, one of my first week on the job, one of the fucking managers, I need you to go over to the I need you to go to the basement and grab me a case of uh, blue steam. I'm like, what the fuck is blue steam? He goes, it's it's a box. It says fucking blue steam. I'll go get me a box of blue steam. All right. I'm thinking Blue Steam could be any product. Yeah, of you know, course. He made it selling a specific product, so I fucking turned around. Now, the funny thing was, was I immediately, because I'm thinking, I don't remember ever seeing a basement in this place. So I walked up to one person, one of the other people in the office, and I'm like, hey, is there a fucking door to the basement? They're like, there's no basement here. I'm like, okay. So I turned around and I walked outside, and I sat outside the smoking pit for four and a half hours. And then I walked in. They're like, well, where have you been? I'm like, oh, I've been looking for the basement. And they're like, oh, you didn't find it. I'm like, yeah, that's a great joke. I just got paid for four and a half hours as I sat outside and fucking smoked my brains out. And had <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. You're a dick. <laughs> you know, yeah. So I'm all for hazing. But sure. it's innocent hazing. But you're not going to put a fucking noose on a black guy's fucking bed and be like, oh, I'm just fucking with you. No, you're not. Nah, that's, 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 just, little... that's fucked up. That's too far. That's kind of crossing a line. But right. on the other hand, you got to keep in mind that these guys, like, I don't know if you've ever, my family's all very medical, my mom and my, my brother being a nurse and, and whatnot. And, you know, they deal with so much death and pain and misery all day that they, they take it out on each other in some pretty stupid ways sometimes. It just kind of goes with the territory. So you, can, you, you have to have a thick skin to be in that uh, situation to begin with. I'm not, I'm not uh, like, like, giving them a... Uh, um, you know, I'm not absolving them for anything they've done, but I'm just saying, you know, it's kind of comes with the territory in a situation like that. Uh, again, I'm all up for hazing. I'm all up for playing little practical jokes, but everybody knows there's a difference between a practical joke and flat out doing something to make somebody feel like an outsider and let me just real quick before you finish off here let me i i don't want to ruin um any illusions that young people have but something that really sucks is you get older and you figure out um firemen are dicks yes uh it's sad because you you think you're they're heroes and everyone's wanted to be a fireman at one point in their childhood their young young childhood everyone at some point wanted to be uh if you're our age it was because backdraft um I don't know there's been a movie since Backdraft that cool, but there's TV shows and shit. Everyone wants to be a fireman, and then it sucks because you, you hang out with them when you're our age, and you get to know a couple of them, and they're all assholes. Every single one of them just, they're all pricks. They're all big, dumb, jock pricks. Sorry, yeah. I just had to throw that in there. Oh, I you're, know one. You're not lying. Because here, here they do uh, four days on, four days off. Um, yeah. At least in, in North Vancouver, that's what they were doing. So they all had like a second job. So I met a lot of like firemen who were landscapers or, you know, drywallers, whatever. They did something just to keep themselves working for the four days they were off. So I do know a, a couple of them. 
And they're all dicks. If any of them are listening tonight, you're dicks. Right. <laughs> you know who you are. Fucking Shamrock. Whatever. Yeah. All right. He's, oh, he's a super dick. <laughs> he's like chief um, of the dicks. <laughs> see, I know my hometown. Like, I've known a few firefighters. And um, I know one guy who used to be a dick and became a really great guy after he became a firefighter. That's cool. So, uh, I know firefighters in this town seem to be pretty nice. That's the thing I know. True. At least as far as I can tell on the surface, anyways. Um, I've been hey. to firehouses before, but, you know, who knows? And the population of your town is 13, I think? Uh, about 130,000. 130,000. Really? That much? It's bigger than Kelowna, then? It's huge right now. Yeah, no, Milton's fucking huge right now. I didn't realize it was that big. I take it all you back. You're, you're all wonderful. How come your events page sucks? I bet the firemen yeah. made it. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Um, so anyway, so the these uh, firefighters now they just now this guy in charge now. Um, again, keep on. They all have these Swedish names, so I can't pronounce any of them. Sven, Olaf, Geard. I love those. I love anything with a J in it. With anything Swedish with a J in it's my favorite. Jargon. Oh, I love it. I wish we had that in English. Yeah, it's true. All we just did, we just get Eric and Gortz. <laughs> Gord. Gord. Eric and Gord. All right. Uh, they discovered a thing called the Brotherhood. And this is your white Puritans that believe that, it's, that firefighting should only be run by white people, uh, Which, only by uh... pure blood Swedes. Right, that which I know there is a big movement in that country. Yes, there that, is. That's uh, very subversive in that manner. Um, so this dude found one guy that he was known as the fuck that they call him, cancer something, and the the person doing the interviewing was like, "Well, what what does that mean?" He goes, "Oh, it's a it's a horribly fucking it's a real it's it's a really bad term." Cancer furigan. In cancer furigan. Um but they uh but they said, yeah, like no, like this guy, like he 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 wears a Nazi jacket. Um he's refused uh, they're doing training at a mosque and he refused to go. Um whole bunch of random stuff. He's one of the guys that put a fucking cross on a Muslim's fucking locker. Um he's also one of the guys that put a noose on one of the fucking guys' beds. Um but this guy's just a flat out fucking racist. And yeah. Sounds like a good dude. Right. And so this dude turned around and fired him under the term under for being racist. He actually fired him for racial for racial reasons. Sure. Because his outlook was, look, if this guy won't even do training in a mosque, what if a fucking actual call came in? Would he actually save a Muslim? Well, I don't think he would. You're supposed to be here to be a non judgmental, non this, non that, nonpartisan. You're supposed to just go in and just rescue a fucking human being. Right. I don't think I could trust him to do it, so I fired him. Which is the best part of the movie Crash, the good crash, not the shitty crash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, when the racist cop has to go save the black girl at the end. And yeah. she's just freaking out. She's like, not you, anyone but you. Like, anyway, sorry. Um, so, now, when he fired this guy, initially, he actually had a lot of secret supporters. Because... Nobody could stand up and be like, hey, you're doing a good job. We appreciate your doing it. Because the, if you do it, then the other guys are going to backlash against you for, for, for 
being on this dude's side. Exactly. So what ended up happening was, so he fires this guy. What happened was, was the backlash that he got from the rest of the group, like from a lot of the guys, was they actually stood up and they basically did almost like a form of work protest to get the guy's job back. Okay. Which is pretty crazy. I mean, a guy gets fucking fired for openly being a fucking racist and everything else. To openly fucking support that, that's like you're making a pretty big, bold statement. Uh, uh, you are and you're not. You know, it's one of those things you, you stick together no matter what, right? Even if you plus, hate the dude. Yeah. You, you got to be able to put each other's lives in each other's hands. Yeah. And that's just it. So if you're one of the guys that ha- that runs into a mosque to save somebody, and while you're in there trying to save somebody, something happens to you, do you think the fireman's guys going to be like, fuck you, you tried to help a fucking brownie. Forget it. No, I don't think so. You might have honest. that fucking attitude. You don't know. Right. Because racist, you know, if you, if as a racist, if you're, if one of your brothers goes and helps a race that you don't, that you're supposed to be against, then you're, you're seeing him as a traitor. Are you though? Does it? That's I don't know. how it works. I don't know any real racists, so I don't know how that operates. Well, I came from a town full of fucking racists, and I can tell you from fucking heart, I know how that's how the fucking mindset works. Huh. Uh, and the, these are some of the true hardcores anyways like I mean the real hardcore guys are just like that like you know they can be best friends with one of their guys as part of the brotherhood and they find out one of the brotherhood is going out and dealing with like a bu- bunch of black guys or he's friends with some black guys or he helps a black guy gets in trouble and the brotherhood turns their back on yeah that's stupid to me like I, you, all your friends other than me could be Australian I don't care I still like, like that's not your problem well it is your problem but it's not like so you know, I wouldn't. It wouldn't yeah. bug me. I'd still hang out with you. I didn't know well, you had to. I didn't know you had to like disown people if you were, because you're a racist. Yeah, that sucks. Apparently. Yeah, that's a big so commitment. Was, oh, that's just it, right? You know, like, and that, and that's why I also see it. Like, I mean, if if I'm friends with a guy, I'm working with a guy, and I'm even if I'm friends with the guy, you know, I find him. He aside from his racist views, I think he's a nice dude or whatever. And he gets fired for racism. I'm not standing up on a fucking line defending the guy saying, hey, he's a racist. He should get his job back. No. I'm not going to stand here beside the guy saying you should get your job back because you've openly done horrible racist fucking shit to people. You wear a Nazi fucking uniform for Christ's sake. No, I'm not going to defend you to get your fucking job back. You lost it because of a justifiable reason. Get the fuck out of here. Do you think the reason you're not allowed to hang out with uh, or or help people of the other races is because then you might learn? That there's nothing different about you guys, and and then they lose well, all their power. Well, that's just it. That's 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 not how they see it, but that is that's the truth of it. Because as soon as so somebody, as soon as a racist actually becomes friends with a person of someone they're supposed to be racist against, and they find out, wow, this this guy's actually pretty cool. It turns yeah. out that they're not all bad. Wow, I've been an asshole because I can learn a lot from this guy. Shit. That's exactly right. So kids, don't be racist or firemen. Don't be racist or don't be a fireman. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was just, it was it was just uh, amazingly interesting, and uh, uh, unfortunately, I ended up starting the podcast to find out exactly how the whole thing ended. So I haven't heard how it ended yet. Well, I'll tell you right now. Uh, here's something: is a lesson for everybody. Uh, absolutely, do not be racist in any way, and uh, fuck Swedish people. I think you covered it. See, that, that's a racist thing at the end there. That's why that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, but I Swedish agree people it. suck. I don't like their death metal. 
Um, there's there's some crazy motherfuckers. Like they they kill people on stage and stuff with their their death metal. They mean it. They don't get it. They don't get not only that, but their death metal, their Swedish death metal, is so hardcore that they actually had that one guy who was a big leader of the death metal fucking community, and the guy went out and burned down churches and killed people. Yeah, see, that's fucking hardcore. You're missing the point there. Uh, I think you guys have you guys have taken it way too far. Um, Yeah, don't hand the pyromaniac the Zippo. That's never going to go well. Um, Did you hear about the lady who played Metallica and? And staved off a cougar attack. I did. That's amazingly uh, fucking funny. That just made me think, like, what what you're supposed to do with metal if you can use metal yeah. for good instead of um, being racist. And did you hear that? Did you have you seen the clip? I have. Yeah. Oh I my think. god, the way she's talking to the cougar is so fucking funny. Bad kitty. <laughs> Bad kitty. Like, stay there. Stay there, kitty. I'll Bad fight kitty. you. <laughs> like, could you make Canadians look a little stupider? That that thing oh, went viral my... all around the world. Oh, that was so Canadian. It's amazing. She puts on Metallica. She's like, I need the heaviest thing I could find. So I put on Metallica. And the cat ran away. <laughs> so she, uh, and the best thing is, she has this interaction. And then she continues her walk. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is her walk. Blasting uh, Metallica the whole way. <laughs> I like uh Seth Meyer, I saw it. Seth Meyers talking about it, oh. and and he was saying how like he would he, like in the amount of time she talked to that cougar, he he would have had enough time to shit his pants, change yeah. his <laughs> pants, and shit them again. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I fucking died laughing when I heard about that thing too. I fucking thought that was too funny. But that's Swedish people. You could learn from us in that in that respect. Don't. Uh, <laughs> Don't use your metal for evil racist shit. Use it to uh, fight cougars. There you go. Um, Simple. Although, we're on, on a very lesser scale. We, we're getting a whole bunch of racist and homophobes and stuff kicked out of our politics every day, too. So we can't really say we're that much better than anybody else. Well, I mean, we uh, can. But... Oh, we can, but it's not true. <laughs> we can say oh. whatever we want, but that doesn't make it true. By the way, I was able to use, uh, for those that don't know, which is all of you because nobody knows this, um, I went to a family reunion earlier tonight. Um, I haven't been to a full-on family reunion in a very long time. It's It's been years since I've been part of one. Um, mind you, living in BC made it difficult for me for five years. to. I've never. My, my family's never done that. Um, uh, I went to my, my ex-wife had one, and it was quite interesting, but we couldn't <laughs> ever do that. No, I just doesn't work. No, there's only like four of us left anyway. It wouldn't be that cool. Oh, fuck. I know. This is a fairly large family, and uh, the whole fam family pretty much fucking showed up. And um, we had, uh, while well, we're there, private, private jets? With... No. no. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> um, what was funny, though, was that right at the end of the night, we were talking, and there were basically everybody's just sort of shooting shit about whatever. And, um, uh, my one aunt had said, you know, hey, about coming over for dinner. I'm like, ah, you know, I'd, I'd love to. Just fucking... I said, it's really difficult to get the time because well, my job, I'm working, works out to the equivalent of 14, 15 hours a fucking day. I said, then, like, you know, after I get home, after doing like working all day for 11 hours to three hours drive there and back, I said, then I get home, I said, I do a podcast at night. And I just happened to mention we're podcasting. My uncle, Alex, hey, Alex, if you're listening, because apparently he listens to the podcast once in a while. Oh, fantastic. Um, Hi, <laughs> Alex. Alex. Pretty, hey, Alex. 
uh, he's he made a comment about like you know you know about your podcast. I'm like yeah, he says yeah. Listen to that with warning. Thanks, <laughs> 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 fucking sense. Talk about me here. Um, so we had a bit of a laugh about the whole thing, and she's like, and my so my uh, a couple of my uh, uh, younger cousins were asking me. It's like, it's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, talk about fucking everything. And my aunt was like, so are you like like a uh, straight up right wing? <laughs> I started laughing. I'm like ah, no. <laughs> no, no, we we don't have any direct political affiliation in that sense. I said, actually, I said to be completely honest, just so you know, I said when I'm coming to be going to the ballot box, I'm actually writing down I'm voting for Eric and Gord. And she's like, you're not. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm writing down Eric and Gord on my ballot box. That's exactly who I'm voting for. I am voting for myself. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't care. And uh, the reaction to this was not good. I take it. Actually, it, it was it was a mix of some in, as as a form of horror, and uh, and others was just sort of funny, thinking, "Oh, Gord's just talking shit again." Yet, yeah, no, not really. Um, no, I'm serious. It's, uh, a, it's it's definitely a, I think a, the best form of protest we can use right now. Absolutely. And, uh, if enough people would do it, it would actually mean something. That's yeah. the problem with the, well, these people who say, "Oh, if you don't vote, you're you're uh, you're just wasting it. You're not sending a message." Yeah, you would send a message if enough of us did it. But they convince you not to do it so that it doesn't sure. work in our favor. Um, That's right. It's not that fucking difficult. Uh, don't you don't necessarily have to vote Eric and Gordon. Vote Rhino Party. Vote whatever. Whatever. It just don't vote for the lesser of two evils. For uh, the record, you don't have to vote Eric and Gord, but you can also vote Gordon Eric. Yeah, that say. works just as well. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> if you would like to see some real change and not see these same yahoos like just doing the same goddamn crap and now it's in the worst possible stages where they're digging up crap from years ago and oh he did this and he said that and this guy's racist and that girl's racist and yeah we're all fucking racist get over it just just uh, move the fuck on the only one who's doing a good job of it i really think uh uh jagmeet oh my god he's doing so well with the uh with the with the water for the first nations he just uh, that was so beautiful good. Was, so yeah. good are it was the saying, perfect answer. You're saying you're just going to cut a check for every First Nation in the country? Uh, well, would you ask me that if it were Toronto? <laughs> yeah. I'd love that. Where are you going to come up with the money? Would you ask me that question if this happened in Vancouver? Right. How about Toronto? How about how about Central Edmonton? Would you be yeah. asking me the same question? So Absolutely. why are you asking me this question now? That's uh, he just he nailed it out of the park with that one. I was I was really impressed. And the other two meatheads are just it's just gotten downright comical now because um, oh, they, they both have two planes so that was a stupid thing yeah um to bring oh justin trudeau has two jets flying around well they both do um and then they, they to bring out that andrew shear's got dual citizenship um now there is a slightly justifiable reason to bringing up his dual citizenship i don't know if you know this but andrew shear was very much outspoken about two other two French politicians, yeah, because they have dual citizenship between uh Canada and France. Okay, now M- Mikhail Jean does not. She she swore hers. She she swore allegiance to Canada. She she uh whatever whatever you do to it, she abdicated her her French her, uh her French citizenship when she became the uh governor general. She didn't yes. think it was right to be a dual citizen and governor general. So. So she did that, but you got to keep in mind too. You could bring up that. Well, he said it to her. Blah, 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 blah. He was not. He was essentially born there. He was there for five seconds. 
the only reason he has citizenship is because his father does. He's in no way an American. No, not at all. But the fact that, again, if you're going to be outspoken about somebody else having dual citizenship, and then you start running for a major political fucking party, you've got to come clean on that shit because you just called somebody else out for doing the same thing. Exactly, and that's what they all do. Um, yes. And it's it's just, it's just it goes this way, and it's just a stupid playground bullshit. Yep. I'm Robert Eric Glue. I know you are, but what am I? Fuck off! Run the country. Quit, quit with this. I don't give a shit that someone made some racist joke 25 years ago. Uh, frankly, if you're the kind of person who hasn't made a bad joke in your life, I don't want you picking my leader anyway. Yeah. If you're that person, uh, don't 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 tell me what to do because. I don't like you. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to gather my thoughts here on this a little bit better, and I'm, I'm stumbling a bit. I'm sorry. Uh, it's been a while since we've done this. I'm rusty. Uh, but <laughs> Like the rusty trombone you yeah. had the other night. And uh, Adrian <laughs> just stole the show from us the last episode, so I, I just I feel like I can't do it without him anymore. <laughs> Love that. Oh, he will uh, appreciate hearing. <laughs> this, uh, this, this stuff has to get we, I don't want the election decided on racist jokes from 25 years ago or whether or not Andrew Shearer's dad was American. I don't give a shit. Um, there are huge issues facing the country right now, and that's what we really have to start deciding on. And it's uh, what's today is the 6th, so we're looking at 22 days until yes, we're stuck like with this yep. person. 22 days until we're stuck with this person forever. By the way, we're doing a live podcast. We'll be on the air for all the wild election coverage fun. Um, join us on Facebook Live for that on the 21st. But uh, we, we need to start focusing on things that actually fucking matter. Because um, it's frankly, the next four years are, are abysmal no matter who wins. But it's, it's time for us to start like mitigating our losses now and and start focusing on who is going to do the best to make us not just fucking be all Chinese in four years. And frankly, I don't see it coming from any of them right now. It's just, it's going to be such a clusterfuck in Ottawa on the, on the day after the election. Um, we're going to end up with just three parties sitting there, not knowing what, to, how to deal with each other and what to do. Yeah. And four, it, by the way, it's 14 days, one hour, 46 minutes and 28 25 seconds until the election. What did I say? 20 days? I can't you do said math. It's 14 days. It's two weeks. Of course, no, this is my math. 21 minus 6 is 20. That, in my head, that makes sense. <laughs> That's why I have so much money. That made so perfect sense. Oh, it's on the 21st? <laughs> That's three weeks away? Yeah, that's uh, 20, 20 days. days. <laughs> that's brilliant. So certainly don't... <laughs> You can vote for me, but just don't ask me to balance the budget. <laughs> and at least you'll be honest about it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll absolutely be honest about it. I, I can't. Don't don't hire me in, in anything that has to do with math, and we're fine. <laughs> I already, uh, for the record, by the way, I already know who will handle or who will hire for that. Oh, to hire the the financial thing. Yep, I already have that person lined up. Please let me let, fill me in. I'm I'm curious. Uh, Okay, uh, he doesn't know this, so uh, Rich, if you're listening, <laughs> we're going to get my buddy Rich. You're going to get a guy? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you, you get that right. Why would you not get a guy named Rich to be the finest exactly. minister? That's amazing. 
the, the reason is because Rich is the cheapest son of a bitch you're ever going to meet. Perfect. Um, he's the guy that when we uh, years ago we went and rented a limo. We were going to go to the strip club and we rented a limousine. And Rich brought in one extra guy to save each person three dollars. <laughs> well done. And that Rich. other guy had to sit in the front seat with the driver because there's no room in the back. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> that's. That's that. That's the guy you want to be balancing your fucking books, because that, that really is. If there's a penny to be found, that motherfucker will find it. <laughs> well, Rich, you're absolutely hired, and uh, the only other appointee we can really make uh, ahead of time is obviously uh, Adrian, our Minister of Knives. <laughs> will be the first government that has a Minister of Knives. He's just, just going to deal with the knives. That's his thing. That that is perfect. I'm all for that. Minister of Knives. I like that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. The funny thing is, is it's actually the, the sad thing is, is it's actually something we need. <laughs> yeah, you know, because they don't know what the fuck they're doing in this country with it. So, it, see, it, and that's the thing. It goes right down to that level. They don't know what they're doing with anything. It's we've had our fun. We've all had laughs. It's time to quit now. It, it was neat to hire the pretty guy, but this is what happens. This is why you don't marry them. This is why you don't hire them. This is why you fuck no them and you walk away. From- yes, <laughs> you don't take pretty dudes seriously. And now you know what happens up- when you hire a pretty dude. You don't fuck them. They fuck you later, exactly. and that's not good. And now questions are coming out. He's dodging all questions about his previous employment at the Point Grey Academy there. Yeah, uh, pr- private school where the. Oh my God, I have a friend who's very Trudeau-like. He's a big man whore. Um, you know, he's a lot of fun, but you don't you don't marry that guy and you don't put him in charge of your country. Um, this guy was so phenomenal. He actually had a Facebook page devoted to him. It was w- women <laughs> hating him. There was an entire Facebook, like a group. It was all just women who hated this guy. And I don't want to call him out on the air, but he's my hero. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah, now it's time to get to work and pick somebody, and it's not any of these boneheads. Um, I I don't know how I feel about voting NDP, but he's better than the other two at the moment, so that he's got my support for now. Uh, Elizabeth May has just turned into I don't know what she's doing. I think she's just like it's her last year, so she's gonna go out looking like an idiot. I don't know what her plan is. It seems to be the way she wants to do it, though. Um. By the way, I've shared your reasons for voting, your one main reason for voting for Jagmeet yeah. uh, with a few people, and I've actually got people on board with this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh my god, I never thought about that. Right. Yes, we need to make that happen. I'm like, that Jagmeet team needs to have this as his political running. Don't worry about what you do the country. Think about this, folks. I get to be the one meeting Donald Trump all the time. Yeah. And Trump won't have a clue how to deal with him, especially because the way he speaks is going to throw him off because he's so articulate. And uh, yeah, I think if you were to talk to him on the phone, you wouldn't expect him to look like he does. Right. Exactly. You, you expect more of a Russell Peters looking guy and uh, it's not not necessarily so true. He's just going to have Trump tripping up all the time. It's going to be great. It's going to be hilarious for four years. I just. I'm- can't stop fucking laughing when you first said them. Like, oh my god, that is so fucking genius. <laughs> if, if we can't like run the country properly, then fine. Let's let's just make it so it's at least entertaining. I don't yeah, want, at the very I, least. I don't want four boring years. No, if we can at least have that, that is perfection. Oh, this be 
Jesus. What? I can't say that? What can I say? God damn it. I don't like this guy. Uh, he's just, he's blowing up. I, I The one reason I miss my phone is I miss my Twitter feed right now because Trump has just been blowing up Twitter for the last well, three days. Like, he's just every post. It's just him. Um, and he keeps openly admitting exactly what it is that they're fucking, that they're impeaching him for. And yep. it's, it's. It's 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 genius to a fact because I was listening to a thing this morning on my way into work and they were talking about like the comparison between like what happened to Nixon uh, when he covered up the Watergate and he actually and what actually got him uh, impeached. What ended up doing it were two things. Number one, um, tapes were released of him contacting the CIA, telling the CIA to stop the FBI from investigating him. Right. Which is what Trudeau did, just just, just saying. Anyway. Which is exactly what Trudeau did, exactly. Uh, but the other thing was is that, that what what um, what he didn't know, um, what Nixon didn't know at the time, was that uh, he didn't know that all these phone calls were being recorded. No, he didn't. So as soon as those phone calls, they said, we have tape recorded. He's like, what do you mean you have a tape recorded? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we actually have you on tape. We have that conversation on tape. Right. Uh, and he's like, oh. And then he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to resign as president starting tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so this is the one thing. That's one of the things that got caused the fact that he vehemently denied the entire time that this conversation ever happened until he got caught literally red-handed uh, with the conversation happening. Right. Where Trump, on the other hand, is openly saying, yeah, no, I had the conversation. What's your point? Right. But therein is the point. You're not allowed to use while you're in office. You're not allowed to have that conversation. Yeah. Um, he, he seems to not uh, notice that. He also isn't um, realizing that by pushing this uh, First Amendment freedom on everyone that, uh, you know, I'm allowed to say I'm that. No, you're not. Uh, you can't you can't do that as president. It, if you misuse the First Amendment, you can you swore an oath to the Constitution. And anything you do that uh, um, uh, violate that oath is is considered a violation of your office. So you, right. you have to be very, very careful in the manner in which you even if you misuse your freedom of speech that that you all hide behind um, just just in in misusing it, you can be impeached for that. You, you have to tread very lightly around the, the, that sacred text. It's it's like your Bible. Yeah, at least it should be. And I think, you know, she could have a case against him. I, I like what Pelosi did when, you know, the the uh, Republicans said, we're not going to support this impeachment hearing. And she went, fine. And she just did it without them. Yeah. Uh, she may not get the majority of, like, she needs a two-third vote. It's not a 50-plus one vote. It's two-thirds yeah. of the government have to vote against them, but you never know. You know they're so fickle right now that they could just go. If she's a good cheerleader for this, she could win. She could win them over. Yeah, it's true. She could. You just you just don't know. I haven't heard who would run in his place. Would it be? Uh, It'd probably it, be fucking Biden. It would be uh, Pence, right? Mike Pence is vice Mike president. Pence. Yeah, yeah. It would be Pence versus Biden. That would be a horrifically boring election. Oh, um, who I, it would actually be very humorous because um, Pence is well, well, he's an idiot. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> like he's he's really dumb. Um, so 
it'd be very humorous uh, to, to, to hear him try to talk and be smart, and it's not going to work for him at all. No. Um, uh, Mike, so. Mike, Mike Pence, Justin Trudeau for four years would be ideal. <laughs> just the bad so conversations. It'd just be nothing but um, uh, um, uh, for three yeah, hours exactly. straight. <laughs> just uh, finally put network news out of business. <laughs> uh, uh, that's it's fucking funny. <laughs> what? Uh, anyways, oh stay tuned. Twenty uh, tw- six, fourteen days. Is it? Don't listen to me. It's- days. Mark your own damn calendars. I have no idea when this thing's happening, apparently. Um, <laughs> 21 minus 6 is 20. Fucking Jesus Christ. This is the education system that our government put together. This is why I am where I am in life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't blame me. Blame the system. It is uh, something about the system that I want to talk to before we're done, because I've, I've been dying to bring this up to you. Um, the, uh, the big asteroid that's coming. Your asteroid. Yes. Uh, NASA has announced their joint plan with the European Space Union to uh, not not explode the asteroid, but to bump it and change its trajectory. Yes. Um, so what they're going to do is they're sending up their rocket uh, next year in 2021. They're going to send it up. They're gonna, it's going to go up and it's going to bump it. And then in 2026, the European Space Agency's rocket will be ready to go up. And it's going to go up and see uh, how that did. Yep. Now, that is the stuff that movies are made of. That is exciting <laughs> shit. It's, I mean, honestly, it truly, it actually is pretty much the best possible solution they could have. Because if they blow the fucking thing up, now you've got, instead of one giant rock, now you've got a thousand chunks of rock that are going to wipe out the planet anyways. I saw Army of Darkness. I know how it works. Yeah, exactly. You know, when the mirror breaks and then all the little ashes come out. Yeah. You've seen it, you know. Um, but uh, can we make it a little more? Oh, over the next six years, we're gonna see if it worked, and if it doesn't, then what do you do? You just wasted fucking ten years trying to figure it out. Well, then they'll just send up a rocket and blow it all up, and then wait for the small pieces to hit. Can we? I don't want to see the movie that they make of this, where it's <laughs> Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck sitting there for ten years. You think it moved? I don't know. Probably not. Um, Stay away from my daughter. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's important. <laughs> Th- that's a terrible idea for a movie, and it wouldn't even have a, those two. Would be too old now. It'll be like fucking I don't know Justin Bieber and some younger, not Bieberish type person. I don't, I don't know. know. Who that it's going to be a terrible movie, though. It's a, can, can we just lie to us, NASA? Or, come on, make it sound <laughs> moderately cool. <laughs> no, <laughs> they can't do that. They're too, they can't make up that type of a lie, Eric. They have too much focus on the fake moon landing because that's more important. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they're all hiding in their basement suites making up moon landings right now. When, they're... <laughs> when do they have time for that? It takes them 150 years to get anything fucking done. <laughs> Which is why this is a great plan for them because it's, it's the 20-year it's the plan, you know. Yeah, but Elon Musk is going to have space tourists up 19 years before they accomplish this thing. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's ready to get tourists up there next year. Um, not It's going to be like $5 million still or something, so you and I don't get to go. Um, unless he starts answering my phone calls, which doesn't seem very likely. 
Um, but but yeah, he's planning for next year, like twenty twenty one. If you if you can afford it, you can go to space. So maybe we should just start getting him involved and make this shit sound exciting because his shit's always exciting. It doesn't work most of the time. Eric, I have to read you something. You are going to love this. I am on space.com because I just want to type out. I just typed in NASA's plan to stop the asteroid. First paragraph. NASA has updated its plans to deflect potentially hazardous Earthbound asteroids, and none of them involve Bruce Willis. (laughs) (laughs) It actually says that. That's awesome. (laughs) That's amazing. Did we actually think they would involve? He's an actor. Of course not. Oh, it's just so funny. But there's got to be someone at NASA that's like Bruce Willis. They can't all be Chris Hadfield. There's got to be someone exciting there. Hang on. So, hang on. I got. I have to read this. The White the the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy released a new report today on June. This is on June twentieth, titled "The National Near Earth Object Preparedness Strategy and Action Plan." Oh wow, that sounds exciting. Doesn't that though? The 18-page document outlines the steps that NASA and the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, will take over the next 10 years to both prevent dangerous asteroids from striking Earth and to prepare the country for the potential consequences of such an, af- such an event. <laughs> so okay. they're literally doing a dual thing. Here's what we're going to do to stop it, but this is what we're going to put in place when we fuck it up. This is what we're going to do when it doesn't work. That's That doesn't instill a lot of confidence in people when you're like, all right, this is our plan, but this is what we want you to do. Because <laughs> there's no way in hell this is working. We're going to set a rocket up there, and we're going to we're gonna bump it. We're just going to give it a little love tap. And then oh, over my the God. Next, over the next five years, it's going to slowly, that love tap's going to turn into a, it's going to spin right off its course. Uh. Leviticus Lewis, chief of FEMA's National Response Coordination Branch. Leviticus he made up that name the day he got hired. That's amazing. God, that's amazing. He told reporters during the teleconference, adding that a catastrophic asteroid strike is, quote, a low probability but high conse- consequence ev- event for which some degree of preparedness is necessary. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not going to happen, but if it does, we're all fucked. So let's oh, be prepared. That's amazing. Uh, Leviticus. No one names this kid <laughs> Leviticus. He made that up. I had to have. Uh, although I never realized that's probably the long form of Levi. That just hit me now. If you got a friend named Levi, I've got a couple of them. It's probably Leviticus. Yep, Leviticus. Should be short for Leviticus. Wow. Um, sorry, Levi. Yeah, I got so many other reasons to make fun of you. That's not even one of them. Um, you know what I understand? You know what I think would be a relatively easier thing to do? Call me crazy, but if you can send out an asteroid or, I mean, send out a, a spaceship or something to be able to catch one of these things, can they not just say, make a giant net? I Wrap the net around this thing with a, with a fucking, with a, some rocket boosters and then just have the rocket boosters just fire up and just, well, there's your trajectory move. Now, as far as I'm aware, the Canada arm is still up there. Our contribution to space science was the giant Put a arm. baseball bat in the hand. I was thinking tennis racket, but Put sure. A tennis racket. <laughs> Put a big tennis racket in the hand of the Kenna arm. Get Serena Williams on board. Teach that thing how to swing like a motherfucker. And just knock it right into the sun. 
or some other thing. Not getting into a fucking flat earther's house. That would be amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Canada arm with a giant tennis racket. And so they have five major objectives detailed in the new plan to prepare for the asteroids. They, they have do. five. They have five of them. Uh, well, where the fuck are the five? That's it. Oh. That's, that's the five. That's we have five. That's all we're telling you. Um, so the first one is uh, to detect. They're going to, they're going to, they have several ground-based observatories that scan the skies for asteroids. So they're going to set up more of those so that they can detect them. That's a good that's, thing. Make sure that, it's coming before you plan. set up the rocket. Right? I mean, it's not exactly a plan to fix anything, you fucking idiots. <laughs> well, first thing we're going to do is make sure they're there. Yeah, that's good. That's good thinking. Okay, there you go. So the, first one. the second goal listed in the document discusses the improvement of modeling, prediction, and information integration across yeah. U.S. agencies to help predict the possibility of an of the asteroid to hit. Because that guy literally was off by... 18 times the last time we had this conversation you know it was yeah. it was going to be one thing and then it was going to be 18 times more than that no that's that's bad math you need to work on that before you make your next announcement so it's good that they don't forget to carry the one come on guys let's they're streamline that uh the third objective nasa is asked to come up with new ways to deflect an asteroid heading toward her this involves developing new techniques for rapid response neo near earth object reconnaissance missions in which a spacecraft could launch towards an earthbound asteroid and somehow change the space rocks course so that it no longer posed a threat. Well, can't you it, just spin around it fast enough that it starts spinning the opposite directions? <laughs> Superman can do that. Yeah. The fuck amateurs. Um, NASA plans to attempt this with the asteroid redirect mission arm in 2021. But the Trump administration scrapped that mission in 2017. <laughs> of course they did. And it took them since 2010 to come up with that name for it. <laughs> exactly. um, that was 30% of the budget was spent just on the hours they spent coming up with ARM. Well, the good news is, is ARM was not the only one asteroid defense mission that NASA had up its sleeve. They also had <laughs> DART. The I'm, ARM? The ARM yeah. wasn't the only thing up their sleeve? I'm reading this right off of this, dude. I'm not making this up. This is what I'm reading off of this thing. This Who is amazing. This shit? Their arm oh, was well, the only thing up their sleeve. <laughs> arm was not the only asteroid deflecting mission they had up. NASA had up its sleeve. The agency double asteroid redirection test, DART, expected yes. to launch in 2021, will be our first technology demonst demonstration of the kinetic impact technique to deflect an asteroid. It will encounter the asteroid system did myos in 2022 wow yeah that's uh and then and then uh shortly after that the european space agency there will have their turn to go see if it worked that's yeah that that's what they're going to be doing they're setting up they got another catchy name for their thing too it's called um, what badge yeah, yeah something <laughs> like that <laughs> The and focus of the fourth goal, fourth goal outlined in the document is to increase international cooperation to better prepare the rest of the world for the possibility of an asteroid strike yeah. under the leadership of the United States. We, we have to prepare you for the fact that our first three uh, things, our first three points in this suck. We're just preparing <laughs> you for that. It's just letting us, you know. 
arm was terrible. It was a horrible idea, and we wasted too much time on that name. So you're all going to die now, and you should be prepared. <laughs> it took us eight years to come up with arm and dart. <laughs> Fuck. My God. When you don't really, all they have to do, they could, a really simple thing, if they got to kind of come up with alternative ways, is you strap Nicki Minaj to a rocket, you shoot it up there, it'll scare the fucking thing out of here. <laughs> See, that's uh, that's a great idea. I, that's pretty much perfection. <laughs> um, in the fifth and last objective in the document, the U.S. government is asked to come up with a plan that would go into effect if a large asteroid were found to be hurtling towards Earth. Or if did. one were to crash into our planet with little to no warning. Well, what happened to point number one, guys? Well, that's just it, right? I mean, like that just makes point number one seem really mute all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> You're already failing on the first one by the time you get to the fifth one. That's not good. Your warning system should be better planned, I think. <laughs> It's just so dumb. Have we really cut the funding to NASA that far back that they're just like, yeah, we're going to make a bunch of plans that aren't going to work. <laughs> Each one counteracts the last. <laughs> <laughs> FEMA's role during an asteroid emergency would involve notifying everyone who might be affected. Ideally, before the impact occurs. <laughs> Ideally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an asteroid's coming. <laughs> I, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> no, they're going to spend five years after it comes to drive around and warn everybody. Oh, well, by the way, I guess how they're warning you, by the way. I'm going to imagine with the fucking cans on shoestrings. <laughs> no, they're going to use the Amber Alert. Same oh, basic God. idea as an Amber Alert. So yeah. we're going to have a bunch of pricks calling 911 before they get yeah. hit. Yeah. That guy got charged, eh? The guy, Did he? Yeah. Guy and I think Goshi called 11 times about the Amber Alert. He has been charged with uh, like a, a sort of an obstruction of, 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 it's not obstruction of justice, obviously, but it's similar to that. He got charged with and he got a big fat fine out of it. So there's the precedent setting fine for the guys calling 911. Now, if it's an asteroid hitting the earth and you get your Amber Alert, uh, you could call 911. That's cool. Yeah, that'd be fine because nothing else matters after that point, anyways. Um, you know, the, the one missing kid on that day is just going to be so pissed. Oh, no one's yeah. paying attention to that Amber Alert. <laughs> oh. Little, little Timmy's, little Timmy's gone. Ah, fuck it. We got a rock coming towards us. Now the Amber Alert <laughs> is a phenomenal system. It was a brilliant idea and it's done wonders. Five kids were just discovered this weekend. They were missing, um, because of the Amber Alert system. It's a great, great thing, but can't we just come up with a different one for the giant fucking asteroid? Do we need like... Well, yeah, they we will, like a, but they'll, call, they'll probably call it the... Big Black uh, Alert? Gonna, yeah, the, the, the Rock Alert. <laughs> oh, don't do that, because then he'll want his name all over everything, and we'll have to pay him $50. It'll be the Rock <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> um, don't do that. But come up with, like... I don't even know what an asteroid is. Shiny? Come up with a shiny alert. Why does it have to be Amber Alert? Like, Can't we come up with something different? Just for Shooting this? Star Alert. The, the dog dick red alert. I don't care. Dog, anything. There you go. How about the, uh, how about with dick alert? <laughs> the with dick alert. I love or it. how about, oh, you know, it'd be a great one. The diabetes alert. <laughs> diabetes alert. Fucking get KFC in on this. They'll throw two pieces of chicken around that thing and it'll slow down on its own. 
So just so you know, asteroid hunting astronomers have already found more than 8,000 near-Earth objects measuring at least 460 feet across, large enough to wipe out an entire state if one were to hit the U.S., but astronauts that size make up to only one-third of the estimated population of near-Earth asteroids. Smaller asteroid impacts (laughs) may be less catastrophic, but they can cause significant damage. The space rock that exploded over... Russia in 2013 was only 62 feet wide. It injured more than 1,200 people, damaging thousands of buildings as far as 58 miles away from the site of impact. Exactly. So these things are going to fuck your shit up. That's right. Um, over 8,000. Now, what do they consider near Earth objects, though? Because I, I, I would imagine like the, their idea of near and ours is quite astronomically well, I... different. Yeah, well, now that doesn't clarify that, but my assumption on that would be is anything that is between us and probably half the distance past the moon. That's my guess. Half the distance past the moon. So the distance, plus, the distance from Earth to the moon plus half that more distance. And how far? I don't even know how far the moon is. I'm terrible at this stuff. You know this shit. I I, I kind of do. I want to get the exact number. Uh, just to... I I know it's late. Takes less time than it does to drive from here to Ontario. So the distance from Earth to the moon is three hundred and eighty-four thousand four hundred kilometers. Three hundred and eighty-four thousand four hundred kilometers. So yeah. So you're looking at somewhere around five hundred thousand kilometers from Earth. So that's you're, you're saying. So you, and you think twice that distance is considered near Earth? That's a, or, or did you say half the distance? I say that. You, you uh, said twice, right? You said twice that distance. Yeah. Well, I said one and a half. So the distance to the moon plus half that other distance. Oh, so that's where you get your five hundred thousand from. Yeah. All right. So five hundred thousand kilometers, which. Uh, that's actually a little closer than I like to uh, than, I, than I'd like it to be. I I know when you're driving from here to uh, your house, that's what it feels like. <laughs> um, that's that's a little. So there's eight thousand. I want to know what they consider near because that that that's what matters, right? Because if they're spending all their time going up and bumping this one, that's seven thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. They're not bumping. Oh, actually, I actually have the number. It oh. is actually one lunar distance between us and us and the moon, eight hundred thirty-four thousand four hundred ten kilometers. You said three hundred eighty-four the first time. Well, I'm telling you what I'm reading, so I guess it depends on what the rotational value of the moon is at its given orbit. So at its farthest orbit, at eight hundred thirty-four thousand four hundred ten kilometers, that's considered uh, near. That's considered a near-Earth asteroid. Eight hundred eight three four ten. Eight three four, no three eight four ten. Okay, so see, George, Sorry, you you just I'm said dyslexic. Four. I'm dyslexic. You're, that's not the point. You just destroyed Earth. Yes, I did. I'm you're, fine with that. You're just as bad as these guys. This is why you don't <laughs> work for NASA. So three. This is why I don't. Yeah. So three hundred. So four hundred thousand. Three eighty four ten. Three eighty four ten. Three eighty four four ten. 410 384410. All right, that's the magic number. Uh, I'm going to be watching anything under that distance. Do they have some sort of? I, I wonder if they like I used to have SETI on my computer and I got rid of it because it eats it uh, 
just eats up your energy like crazy, which is the search for extraterrestrial life. And you can have it on your computer and all it, it tracks extraterrestrials. And, and if, if you find one, your computer will let you know. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It's the search for uh, extraterrestrial in intelligence, SETI. Um, it's a big international organization. Uh, and they, they take the, I don't know how they do it, but they take the signal from your computer to make their signal stronger so they can search farther kind of thing. Um, so the more computers that sign up for this thing, the further they can look for aliens, whatever. My point, do they have something like this where we can track these asteroids? And no, we, we can. Well, know. you get live updates from you can get live uh, updates from NASA when whenever they do discover one. Yeah, once it's trust NASA, it's all you have. They're the ones in charge of this. Well, see, that's the problem. Yes. We need to put some money back into our space programs. Uh, it made sense at the time to cut them. I get it. Um, but I think we, in light of this stuff, we should probably maybe give them back some money. Uh, not well, we in Canada. They never got any money anyway. They had to build their own shit <laughs> out of like leftover sets from the Red Green show. <laughs> Did but, you know that in May of 2019, a binary system asteroid, which means one main asteroid and then a smaller one rotating around it, yes, came yes. within 15 lunar distance of, of Earth. And that was their original plan is the, uh, to bump the little one and make the little one uh, fuck up the bigger one. That's that was their plan. That's what they're basing this on. Yeah, that's that's what it was. They're gonna they're gonna bump the little one because it orbits around the big fat one. And uh, this is basically just a giant curling game. So they got to get the Canadians involved in it. Oh, bump, you have to bump the one rock into the other rock, and it's gonna spin that rock off its course uh over a period of like five years because the way the little one spins it's actually kind of what i just said the the superman effect we're actually trying that i want to uh, see hang on i have a list i did read about that though that in, in may that was uh it, it it was a binary system you see that that was a binary system it just admits that it's a binary system we don't have to like come up with some other fucking thing to call it there was one in january January 8th was the date of its closest approach, January of this year, January 2019. It was within 15,100 kilometers. Yeah. And and what was the size of that one? Did they know? Uh, enough to fuck up a state. Uh, it passed within 0 0.04 lunar distance or 15,000 kilometers. Estimated about one to two meters in diameter. One to tiny. two meters. So that's that's not that's not gonna fuck up your state. That'll ruin your car though. Probably take out like a Walmart. It would it would fuck if it landed on ground, that would create a probably fairly significant crater. Shockwave would blast for probably a good couple hundred miles. Right. It'd probably do some damage. That'd be so great if it just knocks down Trump's wall. That's all it does. <laughs> He finally finishes that fucking thing and it just knocks it down. And that's it. Everyone's fine. Just the wall's gone. Like, God damn it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just put I just put the fucking thing up. <laughs> just like putting his initials at the bottom of it in the wet cement. Trump was here. Boom. That's it. That's the end of it. Uh, now I'm kind of rooting for the asteroid again. <laughs> 
you know it's gonna it's gonna hit somewhere. It's gonna hit right in the middle of Tornado Alley or something stupid. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just fucking take out New Orleans again or something. Ugh. It's uh, it's never these things never hit somewhere where they, we need them to. Like if it could just knock Saudi Arabia off the map and then we're just done with that situation. Oh, they don't exist anymore. Cool. <laughs> um, it's, it never goes that way. It always hits somewhere bad. Like how come bad places? You know, this horrible, terrible shit happens to Japan. Japan's never done anything bad to anyone ever in the history of Japan. They've never, they just fuck themselves up constantly and then they get the worst tsunami that's ever happened in the world. Oh, why can't that thing hit Korea? Like, how did that skip Korea? And now you know what Korea's doing? They're shooting nuclear missiles at fucking Japan for the fun of it. Um, yeah, for, for games, shits and giggles. Uh, like, the poor bastards. How come these bad, horrible, like the Philippines? There's never been a bad Filipino person in the universe. They don't exist. And yet their country gets fucked up year after year by earthquakes and terrible tsunamis. How come these things don't hit bad people ever? Well, I mean, one hit Russia. They're not the nicest. Yeah, way out in the middle of Siberia, though. Yeah, I know. You know something I don't get? I'm looking at this. They have a listing here of all these ones that came close. And it says the size of approximate size. The sheer gap between the sizes, like here's one asteroid. It was between eight and twenty five meters. Now see that bugs me when they say things like that. It's between eight and twenty five. So it's either between one size or three times that fucking same size. But yet they can say, Oh, here's one that's between one and three. No, you you, now I think you're just making up numbers, NASA. Or between nine and thirty. Yeah, see again, that's more than three times. How about this? Between 14 and 44. That's uh, like Asian women when you're trying to guess their age. <laughs> it uh, just doesn't make sense. They're using the same 14 and 40. Uh, that's what I use to try to guess Russian women. Or not Russian oh, women. Well, them too as well. Uh, but no, come on. Between 8 and 24, you can do better than that. You have to. Between 14 and 40, come on. You expect me to believe in like antimatter and shit? You got to get your math straight because even my daughter could, could, could do better than between 14 and 40. Get a fucking telescope that works and look at the shit. So I'm looking at, I actually have the updated list. That's right the other from... thing, by the way, about the binary thing. They don't actually know because they, they can't see it. They just, it, the, the thing comes in and out of light every 12 hours. So they assume there's something circling it. Yeah. That's. Uh, I don't. Just... I don't trust these guys. Maybe it flickers. How do you not know? Maybe it just flickers. Did anyone suggest that? No, I don't think so. I think there's a second asteroid circling around this one because every 12 hours it flickers. Maybe it's lights burning out. Fucking could be anything, <laughs> guys. Figure it out. You can't figure out if it's eight meters wide or 24 fucking meters wide. Imagine if we did anything else like that. If we, when we were giving people estimates, how much is this going to cost? No, it could be eight bucks. Could be thirty. What? <laughs> Not quite sure which. When will you be there? Well, maybe tomorrow. Maybe December. What? <laughs> I'd like to make a reservation. I'll be there tomorrow or in the next six months. <laughs> Just hold me a table. The hell? Just hold that table <laughs> till spring, just in case. 
No. NASA, this is why you don't get more money until you get your math better. So there's one coming to us on October 8th. That's two days from now. That's two days from now and one on October 9th. They are both within 1.4 lunar distance away. Or so that, That's the exact distance that I said that it would be. It would just be one and a half distance away. They're so either they're just one... outside of the moon rotation. How are they so sure about this, though? They can't figure out that it's it might be that size, but they know it's well, that distance? I can tell you the size of both, because I have that here. Uh, the size of both, that's the second from the top and the bottom one. Uh, the one coming on the 8th is between 7.3 meters and 16 meters. <laughs> so I'm assuming that, I'm, I'm wondering if this is because they're a regular shape, that maybe it's like 7 meters across and 16 meters long, maybe. Maybe, but it's definitely coming on the 8th. We got that one right. Well, it's coming on the 8th. And then the other one's coming on the 9th. It is between 16 and 36 meters. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and the best thing is I can tell you the exact time, the exact minute. Yeah, of course, because yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. We can predict uh, the exact minute, yeah. but we don't know the size. Like, come on. 7.09 in the morning for the 8th and 14.28 in the afternoon for the uh, for the 9th. 7.09 and 14.28. I am writing this shit down. Okay. And I'm going to hold them to that because they can get that. They can get 7.09 and what was 14? Uh, 14.28. 7.09 on the 8th. Now, hang on. Just to know, there is a variance. The 7.09, give or take nine minutes. Years. Nope, give or take nine minutes. 7.09 on the 8th. This is October 8th. This is two days from now. Right. 7.09, give or take, plus or nine minutes. Plus or, plus or minus nine minutes. So between 7 and 7, 18. Nine, and 8 and 7.18. Right. And then on the October the 9th. Is 14.28, give or take, one minute. 14.28, give or take, one minute, which is 2.28. Yeah. If you can, if you people don't know, that's 2.28 in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, give or take one minute, which I don't buy. I don't think that they can they can be off by 20 meters, but not 15 seconds. I don't get that. <laughs> I don't think that's correct. We can't tell you the size. Um, uh, okay, well, that is something. I'm going to be watching for both of those, uh, by the way. And if they're not like right within those parameters, uh, then NASA prediction people, you're getting it just like weathermen from me. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not letting up on this. Like this is, we could die a horrible, horrible death or not. We could, even worse, the world could get fucked up and we all live. That's going to be the worst part. And oh, you're going to have a bunch of whiners. Times New Orleans by everything in the world. Mike Holmes can't fix all that shit on his own. <laughs> Uh, we we got to get our math better, and we got to be accurate about this. And I'm watching you guys like a hawk, and I'm calling Serena Williams while I'm at it. <laughs> We're gonna go shopping for one big ass tennis racket. <laughs> the funny is the tennis racket makes what makes a lot of sense. I mean, like <laughs> it does, right? I I can understand that. That just that just makes sense because it also it's, it's it'll stretch a bit. There's a little give to it. If you put a big bat up there, what happens if the bat breaks? Then you've got a second asteroid flying at us. You don't want that. I've seen that happen where the bat breaks and it hits the catcher in the head and shit. We can't risk that. Tennis racket's the way to go. 
So just so you know, 52.9% of all the asteroids discovered are a completely are different size. <laughs> that are discovered uh, to be considered a near uh, a near impact thing. 52.9% of them were discovered after their closest approach. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> so after the point of... So I can give you these stats. After the point of no return. Half. That's more than half. After already goals. gone past us. After it's already zinged past us. Hey, that almost hit us. Hey, we can predict where that went 15 minutes ago. That's not a yeah. prediction. That's no. just recalling that's, events that's not yeah. that's that's not helpful after you're the just fact. telling a story <laughs> that's all you're doing <laughs> i can tell you when uh, it went you tell us when it's coming no but i can tell you when it went by what <laughs> that doesn't uh, help get that's out so amazing you go uh, get a different job go work at fucking so this is okay place. so here so just so you know that's 52.9 percent. so that's nine they've nine just in 2019, they discovered nine after it had already gone past us. Well, yeah, because there, there's really either they discover it after or during. Um, no, I have. Trust me, I have all these numbers here. We'll know that Within one. 24 hours before. So literally no time to prepare or to do anything about six of them, which is 35.3% of them all. Yeah, and that's their answer. Their answer is, well, hey, if it happens, you'll know. Yeah, you'll worry. know. You'll feel it. You'll know after. <laughs> this is what killed like the dinosaurs. People, we're not fucking around here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, you are, you idiots. Jesus Christ. Um, up to seven days before, one, at 5.9% of the, the amount of them found. So um, one asteroid was discovered within a week. One asteroid was discovered after a week before and zero asteroids have been discovered one year before i think they're just making all of this shit up i think they just send a different guy out there to see if he can make the rest of them laugh during the press conference it's like those <laughs> uh you know that tv show with the four dudes they gotta try to make each other they can't laugh um yeah i think uh, yeah. I, I, it's just pretty much that there are a bunch of finds this guy laughing their bags yeah, off in the they're back. trying watch what it watch oh, like, don't do it, Jerry. No, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna totally just make up some numbers. You're gonna eat it up. Oh uh, yeah, the thing's uh, maybe a meter or twenty meters. <laughs> we notice it just after it kills us all. Oh my God! Hang on, this is great. Okay, this is even dumber because it, it actually gets dumber. This can't Eat. be real. I'm telling you, I'm right off the actual. I'm on the actual right now. I am reading this. I'm on. The fuck waste website of my arm. Oh, okay. I'm partially taking this back. I didn't realize I ended up on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, just bitter cast members that got killed on Star Trek <laughs> posting shit. You talked about the estimated diameter of meters for some of these. You ready for this? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> Here's one estimated diameter. Between 80 and 260 meters. <laughs> oh, that's very helpful. Thank you. <laughs> it could See, be. A lot of these are really, really close. Like one of them is between 309 and 321 meters. It's somewhere roughly between the size of a fruit fly and a Buick. Uh, between Thanks, 92 and 300. 
Oh, there's one. It's exactly five meters. That one they got. It's that one's exactly five meters, is it? It's yeah, five meters. Exactly yeah. five slaps in the face for these guys just making up shit. Yeah. Oh, it was not exactly discovered before impact. That one, <laughs> that one is either one meter or fifty-two meters. That one, it's probably thirty meters. Could be four hundred. But that one, that's exactly five. How do you know the exactly five? You're lying. Oh, that was the one that hit Russia. Well, yeah, they know after it hit. That's I'll give yeah. them that one. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so. Oh, wait, there's two. I'm really sorry this? I brought this up. Uh, yeah. but I have, this is we, we're officially out of time. I'm gonna have to pick this up again later, because um, I I actually have a time limit again until I get my shit sorted. Eric, there's one between 220 and 710 meters. Yeah, of course there is. <laughs> I I could have guessed that. You come to me, I can give you those kind of numbers myself. So 270 it, and 860. Yeah, now they're just pulling shit out of a hat. That's just, they got a dart board, but they throw three darts at a board and add up the numbers. <laughs> I'm loving this so much. This is fucking the greatest thing I've ever read. 800. Fuck you. Oh, there's a big one between 1,000 and 3,100. Well, of course. Why stop there? <laughs> Let's get into the quadruple digits. It'll be fine. This is ridiculous. I don't even... You know what? I have to go. Because... I just... I do. I, I have to go. But that is just... That That was supposed to be a serious scientific discussion. And uh, it turns out nobody's having one. No. Um. So I have to go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. But that's an hour and a half in. We did a good long one for you. I'm glad we're back doing it. Um, get your emails into us. And until the asteroid comes, try to take care of each other. I don't know. You might not have time. Who knows? Uh, buy a helmet. Buy a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we'll pick this up again tomorrow when I come back with some solutions. I'm no, going to have to. I cannot do it tomorrow. I am getting a sleep test done tomorrow. I'm going to find out if I have sleep apnea tomorrow. Okay, cool. Well, uh, so we're going to talk all about that because I want to talk all about that. What happens? I'm going to say yes. I'm just going to say you do. Or okay. there's a 50% chance you don't. I think I think it's somewhere between 1% and 100% chance. It is. It's way within that. With a with variance of uh, plus or minus. 400%. Another 400. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> if the earth is flat I'm pushing you guys off it uh, <laughs> we'll right to the fucking lip we will see you all I will talk to you all on uh, Tuesday and I right? will all on Wednesday you'll, you'll, you'll be there no, Tuesday, right? Tuesday. 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 Tuesday or possibly Sunday we don't know it's between It'll be we'll let All you right. know after. <laughs> after the show. After. I hate everybody. I hope you all have a good night. Uh, send me your email. I'll send us down the highest. Okay. Uh, hope, hope, prayer, and support.